Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Biden has picked a former um, credit card company man. When I say former, I'm saying literally the former CEO of MasterCard to lead the World Bank. While posing as fighting credit card companies, you can't make this up. Yeah, Biden has now picked a former MasterCard CEO to lead the World Bank while pitching himself as the enemy of the credit card companies. Why would he do this? Because he wants the job. President Joe Biden nominated the former MasterCard CEO, Benga, to lead the World Bank. The first time a credit card executive has been chosen for the spot. The nomination comes as Biden pitches himself as a defender of the American consumer and as an enemy of the banking industry. Aja is uniquely equipped to lead the World Bank at this critical moment in history, Biden said in a statement yesterday. He also was critical of the banking industry and then says that his nominee actually has critical experience mobilizing public public slash private resources to tackle the most urgent challenges of our time, including climate change. So just so you know, the World Bank now is actually about fighting climate change. The president said that in his response. Benga's nomination comes less than a month after Biden pitched himself to the American public as the economic populist defending consumers against the often predatory banking industry in his State of the Union address, where he said we've reduced exorbitant bank overdraft fees, saving customers more than a billion dollars a year. We're cutting the credit card late fees by 75% from $30 to $8, Biden said. Junk fees may not matter to the very wealthy, but they matter to most folks in homes like the one I grew up in, he said. They added up to hundreds of dollars a month. They make it harder for you to pay the bills or afford the family trip. I know how unfair it feels when a company overcharges you and gets away with it. Not anymore, Biden said at the State of the Union. We've written a bill to stop all that. It's called the Junk Fee Protection Act. Firms like the Consumer Banking Bankers Association, which lobbies lawmakers on behalf of MasterCard, have tried to pour cold water on the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's rule that would cap late fees at $8 because they make a lot of money. Quote, this announcement is just the latest example 
of the Bureau seeking to advance a political agenda that will harm rather than help the very people that are responsible, that they're responsible for serving. That's what an executive of the Consumer Banker Association said following the proposed rule change. There's also another headline that I thought I'd just bring to your attention. And it deals with another bank. It's having a lot of fun right now. A bank that has decided to make some cash, right? Because that's what happens here. You get to make money when you're a bank. And a major, as all this is coming out, that the president says he's, you know, against, right? That's what, that's what he says. Oh, I'm going to fight for you, and I'm going to tell you that I'm going to protect you. There's another major bank that racks up huge bill in penalties. Let's talk about it. Bank of America. Bank of America totaled $1.2 billion in penalties. Settlements in 2022 alone. One major amount was $354 million that was part of a settlement to bond insurer Ambach Financial Group. Bank of America totaled $1.2 billion in expenses for litigation and regulatory investigations in 2022 alone. The total includes fines and settlements, according to the company, filings that came to light yesterday. The cost was a big jump from 164000 recorded in 2021 and $823 million in 2020. Lawyer fees, by the way, were not included in the bill I just told you about. Among the major issues the company dealt with was the $354 million. million. It was part of a settlement with the bond insurer Ambac Financial Group for a lawsuit going back to 2008 and the mortgage crisis. Bank of America then also paid outside of that $225 million in penalties to regulators over employees' use of unauthorized messaging platforms, including WhatsApp. The bank also was fined $225 million over the mishandling of jobless benefits during the pandemic. The three cases alone totaled $800 million in combined expenses last year alone. How much is Bank of America stock? They don't care. The stock was just down 0.2% with the news hitting. Or percentage change, 0.06%. Closing at 34.27 a share. They're fine. They don't care. Welcome to doing business, right? Bank of America did not specify what accounted for the remaining $400 million. We're still trying to find that out. But what this goes back to is if you can make hundreds and hundreds of billions off of doing shady things and then you only have to pay a billion when you get caught, is it worth it? I think the answer is yes. If you don't believe me, look at Bank of America. And if you don't believe them, then look at Wells Fargo. And if you don't believe that, just keep going down the list. It's a pretty simple and clear list. The list is obvious. The list tells you that this government is not protecting you. Okay? Right? That's just not happening. What the list tells you is that they are doing anything but protecting you. They're allowing for these companies to get away with anything they can to take more cash out of your bank account with BS fees and penalties. And so why did the President of the United States of America literally pick a former CEO of MasterCard? Not because he's trying to protect you, because if he was, that's not the guy he'd give the job to. 
But when he comes out and the State of the Union is like, they're going to back, we're going to stand up for you, the little guys. We're going to make sure you, the little people, don't get taken advantage of. We're going to make sure these fees and ridiculous things disappear. Right? That's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure. We're going to make sure that you're protected. No, we're not. We're actually going to go get the guy and the industry leader who's been screwing you to come after you and take and help us get even more of your money. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're doing. It's pretty pathetic, but not surprising. There's going to be more stories come out this year, and you should remember this one, and you should remind people of it, okay? You should remember it, and you should remind people that this is how they treat you, and this is what they do. They're not looking out for you. They're going to screw you every chance they get. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. So you woke up to the news, uh, and we have the audio now of the President of the United States of America making a historic visit to Ukraine. He is saying very clearly to Putin and to Ukraine, we're backing you, we are behind you, and we will not back down from you now what does that mean financially it means that you are on the hook now for a significant amount of cash that will be spent sending aid support weaponry etc to the ukraine i want you to hear what the president of the united states had to say in ukraine as just hours before they let the russians know the president would be in ukraine meaning don't blow us up while we're there Take a listen to President Biden making this historic visit to Ukraine and what he said about what's going on. You know, it was uh, it was one year ago this week that we spoke on the telephone, Mr. President. It was very late at night in Washington, very early in the morning here in Kiev. Russian planes were in the air and tanks were rolling across your border. You told me that you could hear explosions in the background. I'll never forget that. And the world was about to change. I remember it vividly. Because I asked you, I asked you next, I asked you, what is there, Mr. President? What can I do for you? How can I be of help? And I don't know if you remember what you said to me, but you said, 
And I quote, gather the leaders of the world, ask them to support Ukraine. Gather the leaders of the world and ask them to support Ukraine. And you said that you didn't know when we'd be able to speak again. That dark night, one year ago, the world was literally at the time bracing for the fall of Kiev. Seems like a lot longer ago than a year, but think back to that year. Perhaps even the end of Ukraine. You know, one year later, Kiev stands and Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. The Americans stand with you and the world stands with you. Kiev has captured a part of my heart, I must say. I've come here six times as vice president, once as president, and in 2009 as vice president when I first came here. Then back in 2014, I came three times in the aftermath of the Revolution of Dignity. And I again came in 2015 to address the RADA about the work of building a strong democracy. And I came in 2017, just before I left office as vice president. I knew I'd be back, but I wanted to be sure. Even though we, the election were over, Barack and I were out of office, I decided to make one more trip before the next president was sworn in to Kiev. So President Zelensky, you deeply honor me here in Kiev with you today. To meet with your military, your intelligence folks, your diplomatic teams, community leaders who have stepped up and uh, helped their country in their hour of need. It's astounding who stood up. Everybody, everybody, women, young children, trying to do something, just trying to do something. Pulling people out of apartments and being shelled and literally, I think, is war crimes. It's astounding. And the whole world, the whole world sees it and looks at it. This is the largest land war in Europe in three quarters of a century. And you're succeeding against all and every expectation except your own. We have every confidence that you're going to continue to prevail. You know, uh, from the moment I uh, first received an intelligence report in the fall, about a year ago, we were focused on determining how do we rally the rest of the world? How do I help you with the promise you asked me to make to rally the world? Well, how do you succeed? How do you get a world to respond to a prosperous economy, a confident democracy, a secure and independent state? When United Americans of all political backgrounds decided that they would step up. American people know it matters. Unchecked aggression 
is a threat to all of us. We build a coalition of nations from the Atlantic to the Pacific, NATO to the, in the Atlantic, Japan and the Pacific, I mean, across the, across the world. The number of nations stood up over 50. Help Ukraine defend itself with unprecedented military, economic, and humanitarian support. We united the leading economies of the world to impose unprecedented costs that are squeezing Russia's economic lifelines. Together, we've committed nearly 700 tanks and thousands of armored vehicles, 1,000 artillery systems, more than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition, more than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all defend you to defend Ukraine. And that doesn't count the other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. That's going to be coming your way. And that's just the United States in this piece. And just today, that announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people from aerial bombardments. Later this week, we will announce additional sanctions against elites and companies that are trying to evade sanctions and backfill Russia's war machine. President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, visiting Ukraine unannounced, uh, telling the Russians just hour before they got there, basically saying, hey, don't shoot in Kiev as we're going to be there. That would be bad for you guys. President lands and he decides to talk about what's happening. Take a listen. This is part two of the president explaining just how much money we're going to be giving. It's going to be expensive. All right. This is going to cost us a lot of cash. Help Ukraine defend itself with unprecedented military, economic, and humanitarian support. We united the leading economies of the world to impose unprecedented costs that are squeezing Russia's economic lifelines. Together, we've committed nearly 700 tanks and thousands of armored vehicles, 1,000 artillery systems, more than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition, more than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all defend you to defend Ukraine. And that doesn't count the other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. That's going to be coming your way. And that's just the United States in this piece. And just today, that announcement includes artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers, more javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people from aerial bombardments. Later this week, we will announce additional sanctions against elites and companies that are trying to evade sanctions and backfill Russia's war machine. And thanks to bipartisan support in Congress, this week we're delivering billions in direct budgetary support billions in direct budgetary support, which the government can put to use immediately and help provide for basic services of citizens. The cost that Ukraine has had to bear has been extraordinarily high. And the sacrifices have been far too great. They've been met, but they've been far too great.
We mourn alongside the families of those who've been lost to the brutal and unjust war. We know that there'll be very difficult days and weeks and years ahead. But Russia's aim was to wipe Ukraine off the map. Putin's war of conquest is failing. Russia's military has lost half its territory it once occupied. Young, talented Russians are fleeing by the tens of thousands, not wanting to come back to Russia. Not, not just fleeing from the military, fleeing from Russia itself. Because they see no future in their country. Russia's economy is now a backwater, isolated and struggling. Putin thought Ukraine was weak. And the As you know, Mr. President, I said to you in the beginning, he's counting on us not sticking together. He was counting on the inability to keep NATO united. He was counting on us not to be able to bring in others on the side of Ukraine. He thought he could outlast us. I don't think he's thinking that right now. God knows what he's thinking, but I don't think he's thinking that. But he's just been plain wrong. Plain wrong. And one year later, the evidence is right here in this room. We stand here together. Mr. President, I'm delighted to be able to repay your visit to our country. In Washington, not long ago, you told us, you told the Congress, quote, we have no fear, nor should any in the world have it, end of quote. You and all Ukrainians, Mr. President, remind the world every single day what the meaning of the word courage is. From all sectors of your economy, all walks of all life, it's astounding, astounding. Remind us that freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. And that's how long we're going to be with you, Mr. President, for as long as it takes. We'll do it. Thank you. President of the United States of America, Biden, again, vowing billions more for Ukraine. will keep sending support, quote, as long as it takes. This is a clear escalation in the back and forth. What does this actually mean? Uh, well, if you look at the data, here's what the data shows. A polls across the border showing Americans are losing support for the war in Ukraine. Listen to MSNBC on this. In Ukraine. Josh, so interesting to hear that they let the Russians know. Um, I was speaking to Sergeant Beasley while we were off air just earlier, and he was saying, listen, this would be the very worst day for the Russians to try anything in Kiev because that would be catastrophic for Moscow if by by mistake almost they were to hurt President Biden in any way. So interesting that they let him know. And the rest of those details are going to be interesting, too, because clearly a huge security headache trying to plan a meeting like that. Let's throw it forward a little bit, a bit more on that speech. We've been hearing during the course of this morning how 
there is a need, of course, to rally the Europeans behind this and the global effort behind this. But there's also very much at this moment a need to ma rally Americans behind this war effort. Uh, Elise Jordan was pointing out earlier the polls showing that across the board, Americans are losing support for the war in Ukraine. How, how important is it tomorrow that President Biden finds something to say to the American public that perhaps he hasn't managed to find so far to persuade them of the case that you just made, that this is a global effort and, and that Ukrainians are fighting on behalf of the rest of the world. Yeah, well, on the one hand, the United States feels fairly good about the way that they have been able to hold together uh, support for Ukraine for a full year. I mean, some some of the predictions mm -hmm. were that it would be just a matter of months into the war before Americans would get tired of supporting Ukraine and certainly Europeans who are much more directly feeling the impacts, uh, the ramifications of sanctions mm -hmm. and the other steps taken to try to punish Russia. Uh, and we have seen, you know, there was an AP NORC poll that just came out that showed that the level of support for providing security assistance to Ukraine has dropped from about 60 percent uh, last year to just 48 percent. And although some House Republicans have started grumbling uh, about the need to no longer give a blank check to Ukraine, we're also starting to see Republican leadership try to make the case that that is a minority opinion and does not broadly represent the party, including Michael McCall, the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, a Republican over the weekend, saying it's time to increase support. So, yes, there are murmurings both in Europe and in the West uh, and in the United States uh, about uh, perhaps uh, some folks who are less supportive than they were before. Uh, but by and large, the U.S. government, the Biden administration, feels like they've been able to hold this together to the point where they're still able to get the funds they need from Congress. They're still able to get to Ukraine the military assistance that they feel Ukraine needs at this point in time. President Biden's speech tomorrow, clearly a major effort to make sure that that support does not ebb and that they're able to continue to deliver that kind of support and assistance as this conflict drags on into its second year, Caddy. Year number two. The question is, are you ready to pay for this? Because this seems like the president has made it clear this morning, this is an open-ended war and we will be in it for as long as it takes financially. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. 
So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Pfizer is denying unethical gain-of-function research for coronavirus vaccine in a letter to Representative Ronnie Jackson. Ronnie Jackson, you may remember his name. He's a former physician uh, for the President of the United States of America, who's now in Congress. Pfizer has now come out and denied conducting gain-of-function research for the coronavirus. Jackson, a physician and a member of the subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic, sent a letter in January demanding answers on if Pfizer engaged in gain-of-function research by intentionally mutating the Chinese coronavirus. Pfizer responded to Jackson on February the 23rd, we're now learning, with a letter signed by their vice president and the COO of Vaccine Research. In the letter, Pfizer strongly denies that the company would engage in gain-of-function research. Quote, to be clear, we do not and never would engage in research to create or adapt viruses with the intention of making them more contagious, contagious, cont- excuse me, contagious or harmful to people. In the ongoing development of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain-of-function research with SARS-CoV-2 or any potential use in humans, laboratory animals, or to use as a vaccine. The pharmaceutical company stated, Pfizer explained that when a new coronavirus variant emerges, Pfizer does study, and their studies change in its spike protein to understand whether the company would need to update its vaccine. They went on to explain, we do this by adapting the virus in a highly secure lab so that the spike protein matches the newly identified circulating variants. This is done to mimic viruses that are already circulating in nature. This type of work is scientific best practices and is commonly conducted by other companies, institutions, and public health authorities. It is necessary both for assessing the effectiveness of existing vaccines and new vaccine candidates targeted at currently circulating variants. The the representative also said that the pharmaceutical giant also evaluates variants for the effectiveness of its coronavirus oral treatment, or Paxlovid. As we have previously indicated, we then isolate the new viruses from these studies, or adapt viruses with targeted changes in the main proteins, and test to see whether Paxlovid is still effective. All of this work is done in highly secure laboratories, they go on to write, and we have not studied these adapted COVID-19 viruses in animals. Now, why are they having to respond to Ronnie Jackson? This is why. The claim that they were doing basically gain-of-function research is what prompted Jackson's inquiry after a undercover video, a sting video from Project Veritas. In that undercover video, Jordan Walker, Pfizer's Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and the mRNA Scientific Planner, stated 
that the company was engaging in what he described as directed evolution, quote unquote. If true, this is unbelievably unethical and concerning to imagine. Pfizer would prioritize its profits over the safety of the American public by conducting such gain-of-function research and endangering the lives of the very people you propose to help, Jackson wrote in the letter to the Pfizer CEO. Pfizer executives concluded the letter to Jackson by saying this, Pfizer is dedicated to conducting research in an ethical and responsible manner. We have an unwavering commitment to keeping high standards of safety, quality, and compliance at the forefront of all that we do. The letter was three pages long, very clear. They're claiming that the guy who was in charge of their whole COVID-19 operation was lying on video. The question now is, do you believe the CEO in writing or do you believe the undercover sting video? Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.